podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview for Villa's away trip to Crystal Palace. Oof, kick. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Josh, your third match preview. Now, I think oh. at this point now we'll stop numbering how many times... You, you've been on. Okay. You're fresh from being recognised on, on uh, the weekend, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely buzzing, aren't you? Thanks, all Villa View fans. It's, it was great. I was buzzing, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure after I did three Villa View videos, I was not getting recognised. <laughs> in, in the middle of London? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I definitely wasn't getting recognised in London. I don't think I was even getting recognised at, at Villa Park. Are you well? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Are you? Yeah, very well, yeah. very well. Looking forward to the game. Yeah. On Saturday. Buzzing after a 6-1 win. Yes, I mean it was. It'll be a completely different side, won't it? But yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm buzzing that we've won two in a row. Yeah, which is I think that's more the kind of push that I think we needed and the results that we needed for a bit of confidence. Well, last time we were in the preview, doing the preview, we'd we'd lost two in a row. Yeah, so it's a nicer feeling. It's a nice feeling. Have yeah, it, have it, having one two. Yeah, give you quick thoughts on. Um, I forgot who we even played last week. Everton, Everton game. Yeah, <laughs> buzzing. Yeah, like, absolutely buzzing. Um, I think we came back from the second half. Uh, I don't think we played great at the start of the second half, but I think the most important thing there is that we picked up. Clean shape. Eh? We kept a clean shape. Oh, yeah, no, exactly, yeah, which is so important. Um, So, yeah, I'm happy. I'm excited. Did you notice a bit more, a bit of a change of style on Friday? Because it was a bit more defensive. We were a bit more, we were a bit more resolute. I thought, I thought we'd try to play a bit more on the break yeah. rather than trying to play on the front foot, and it seemed to work against Everton. Say, it, whatever the change was, it definitely seemed to work, and everyone just seemed a bit more kind of into it. And when we scored the second goal, like Philip, I was not there, but I absolutely wish I was. You could hear. Could you hear on the I telly? Could, how I, I almost felt was. like I was there. It was. It looked yeah. incredible. And then Sweet Caroline at the end topped it off for me. I've got to be fair. I thought <laughs> the atmosphere. It was like being at Wembley again. Yeah. It was. It, felt, it didn't feel like you just won a league mm. game. It felt like you just you were you'd won a cup final. Yeah. You were in the in the playoffs again. The atmosphere was so so, so good. Such such a good time to be a Villa fan at the moment. But it just shows you how much that first win at home. How much we needed it. Yeah. It also shows you how much of a, a part the fans can play. Yeah. The twelfth, the twelfth man, and yeah. that, that I've got to say, so far the, the fans have been, have been excellent. Even in the games we've lost, the fans have been incredible. Yeah, I read that a lot actually on Twitter. That a lot of people have said that. Um, and um, do you know what? Who did we beat? Six crew. Crew. Um, they've said that it was even they lost six one. But some of our fans, were, have you seen it on Twitter? They're like really praising our fans and about like kind of how great they were. And yeah, I mean the Villa away fans in particular yeah. are, are excellent. I'm looking forward to hearing them again on on Saturday. I talk about the change of the change of style a little bit for the Everton game with with Crystal Palace. It's a bit difficult to know what to do because I agree. If you, I, I almost think it's better to sit back a little bit against Crystal Palace because you don't want to come out and be expansive because they want to play on the break against you with Zahar. Yeah, that, and that that's their tactic and that's that's what they utilised against Man U. Obviously, they've gone to Old Trafford. And they've won last week. Yeah, but do you think Sahara is... Obviously, he's a threat and you want to kind of... Of course, you, like he's the main person you want to keep your eye on. Is he there? He's probably not mentally... In the, in the best way, I don't you, think you, he's in the game. You've been doing you've been doing some reading this morning. And you're saying he, he he wants a Paris Saint he wants a Paris Saint Germain move. He does, and obviously it's the not, window's still open. Surely that he's not going to go to Paris Saint Germain, and they're, just, they're not going to sell him because they won't be able to get a replacement in because our window's shut. Shut, yeah. There's no way they're going to sell him to Paris Saint Germain. But are you better off? I mean, from what I've seen of everything that happened and on deadline day when we saw um, Roy Hodgson come out, I think he's spoken to Zaha and kind of got his mind back in the game. Whether he's been promised that he can leave in Jan or the summer, I don't know. End of the season, I would say. But if he's causing 
kind of trouble in the dressing room, which I don't know if he is. He's a Crystal Palace lad. Yeah, he is, but are you better off just getting rid of him? Are you better off kind of getting rid of someone who doesn't want to be there? Not to the detriment of going down, which I think would happen if they got rid of him without getting a replacement in. It's a bit like us with Jack last summer. Yeah. Obviously, he's a Villa boy, he's a a Palace lad, but irreplaceable. You're not going to be able, even if you get the, all the money in the world, you ain't going to be able to get anyone any better than yeah. that, than that player. It's, yeah. it's, it's a real, it's a real difficult one for them. But he played, he played against Manu on um, on Saturday and, and did okay. That was his, that was his first start of the season. And Palace have picked up well, three, picked three up. points exactly. But then I've been speaking to a few Palace fans. I know a few Palace fans. A bit typical Palace. They get your hopes up against Manu winning mm. two one. They then go and get beat on penalties to Colchester. <laughs> it's a different side. They've, they've made it? changes like yeah. we did in the League Cup, yeah. but. But it's, uh, They're up and did you down. see who missed the penalty? No. It was Townsend. Was it? Which I thought was quite interesting, yeah. Oh, was it Townsend? Yeah. Um, Benteke played, didn't he? And he didn't. Uh, we'll come on to Benteke. But he <laughs> probably to try and get his confidence up against Colchester and he hasn't even managed to bag against them. No, exactly. Um, oh, are we going to do Benteke now? We're going to talk about him later. Oh, we can do it now. Yeah. So when we're looking at who's playing um, or who could be in the team, there's three old Villa players, which I think will be yeah. quite interesting. Ayo, um, Benteke, and Cahill. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether only one of Ayo or Benteke would play, I would think. You'd assume, but it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm we were in. talking about Benteke and John Terry. Yeah, yeah, we were saying, you, well, you were saying that Benteke got, got sent off after a little clash with uh, John Terry yeah. in a Villa, a Villa Park game towards the end of his end of his first season. Yeah. I think he ended up kneeing John Terry <laughs> or something so and, memory, got, yeah. and got a second yellow card and... And sent off, but Benteke is just a, a, a completely different beast. Well, he's not a beast anymore. No, exactly. He's a completely yeah. different player to, yeah. to to what he was at Villa. Can you believe his his downfall? Because he's had two really bad seasons at Palace now. Yeah, um, like because obviously I was looking, and obviously he went to Liverpool. Did wrong move. Completely wrong move. Um, didn't. I don't want to say didn't do anything, but well, he didn't he, play enough, really. No, he didn't. And then I think when Klopp came in, that was completely it for him he sort of clock kind of came out and said that he doesn't fit our style of play well, he's not one for the pressing game Benteke I don't no think. so um, I mean it's a shame because he did really well for us I still love him yeah I do I, I hate seeing him struggle yeah it's horrible I mean as long as he doesn't you but know. yeah I'd rather he struggled at the weekend yeah to be fair, but after that, <laughs> after that he can, he can kick start his season but you, he had a good first season at Palace because Allardyce came in yeah and you know with an Allardyce team they're going to get crosses in they're going to get crosses into the yeah. box I think that's he, that suits his style of play. Last couple of years, I look at Palace and there was a great article in The Athletic the, the other week. Athletic yeah. is my... I'm absolutely loving The Athletic okay. at, at the moment. Yeah. Some great reads on there if, yeah. you're, not, if you're not subscribed to, to that. Um, they, they, they talked about how Palace... OK, he's not, he's not working hard enough, Benteke. He, yeah. he doesn't do enough off the ball. But the way they play, they just don't service him at all. And I was thinking, thinking about that. So he's basically got Andros Townsend and Zahara usually, usually play off him. Yeah. So imagine how hard it must be as a centre forward. Zahar is one of the most skillful players in the league. But imagine how hard it must be to get set for a cross. Because I don't think Zahar knows where no, the cross no, no, is no, coming exactly. in. Exactly. So how's Ben Teko going to know? <laughs> and Andros Townsend, he just cuts in and shoots all the time. Yeah. That's his, that's and, his game. And doesn't look great. <laughs> so, so they're not really playing to Ben Teko's strengths. So no, no wonder he, he struggled. And it was, I mean, Rolly will pull the stats up at the screen or on the screen, or he may well have already done that. But. <laughs> Jordan Ayew as well. He's not he's not really set the world on fire no. at Palace, and he was a good player for us in what was a, a terrible, terrible team. It was the only shiny lot, really. From memory, the season that we went down, yeah, he was top goal scorer. Yeah, with about six, seven goals, was seven, seven was it, goals. Was it seven? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but doesn't that just show you how far we've come? Oh yeah, we've done. We've done right. Because as like I said, I was prepping yesterday, and I was 
kind of looking at who's coming back, whatever. And I was just like, oh my god! Like if you look at our stats then and now. Oh yeah, it's, it's so it's so refreshing. I mean, we could still end up on seventeen points, but I don't, I don't I mean, think we will. But it's it's mathematically well, possible I mean, that we could do gee, that. Thanks, Dad. No, no, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying. It, I don't think it, we will not have a season like that. I don't I don't think we'll particularly be in trouble this season. But back to Aya, yeah, because you've gone off on one. He scored on uh, he scored on Saturday score against Manu. Yeah. I think they looked for someone a little bit more mobile up top mm. instead of Benteke and, yeah. and played on the break and and did, did, did very well. Yeah, you had to put money on it. Who do you think? Because only one of them is going to play. I think. Do you think he'll start Ayu again because he do. scored? Yeah, Not for, for that exact reason because he scored. And if, ben, like said, Benteke. I wonder if Benteke had done well in the week against Colchester and got his confidence up a little bit. Whether they may have played him. I think they may have, but I would have gone Ayu. No. Yeah. Gary Cahill as well. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he came in first game as I say. First win for Palace yeah. this season. Decent defensive display I love at Old Kale. Trafford. You still love Kale? I still love Kale. We were linked with him quite heavily. We were. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I we actually need him now, looking back. I agree, but it would have been, still would have been great to have had him back. The wrong end of his career. I think we've yeah. kind of moved away from that kind of signing. Yeah, that, true. Um, and I also think he'd have been very expensive. Um, yeah, wage-wise he would have been. Yeah, so he, I think he was on a free. But yeah, wage-wise he would have been really expensive. And I think what we've actually got in now... I don't know where you would put him. Probably on the bench. <laughs> I was just Engels has been a, has been a great sign. It but looks like he's going to get called up for Belgium as oh, well, which is been, yeah. which shows that you pick up a good scouting system. You pick someone up for seven million pounds. He plays for Belgium. Yeah, he, his, his value is going to going to absolutely yeah. rocket. We've got the England squad announcements. England as well squad today. today as well. Do you think there'll be any Villa in there? I really hope. That. Gareth Southgate was at the Everton game. I know. I saw him. Did you? Yeah, I saw him. Um, I hope so. Who do you think's got the biggest chance? Is it basically Mings or Grealish, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to go Mings. You're going to go Mings. Mm. I don't think either will get called up. Do you know? But I think Mings' stats so far, again, Rollo Rollo might pull him up on the screen, (laughs) but his stats so far this season have been absolutely incredible. And he was a monster against Everton. Yeah, oh, he was... With a groin injury as well. Exactly, yeah, I saw that after um, he said, didn't he, in this post-match, that um, he, I hope that's not, going to be a problem yeah we could do without him having a recurring yeah. injury because yeah. it can't be ideal I've, I mean I've got no experience no. of this not, not being a finely tuned athlete but it can't not be great dead. having to have a pa- no. <laughs> it can't be great having to have a pain killing injection in your groin before every game exactly um, I saw him with his Red Bull as well in the tunnel wasn't it <laughs> he must have uh, gave him some he must have put, put himself through through the mill to, to be fair because he didn't look good in the warm up but Sky Focus when I watched the game back Sky Focus quite heavily they did on his injury so it yeah. wasn't looking good so he did well to get 90 minutes and uh, arguably man of the match exactly and play how he played um, but I just hope it's not going to go I think if he went out injured confidence wise I think it would really mess with us he's the glue that holds it all together yeah. I went on a podcast last night and they asked me about Mings and I said Okay, Grealish is the captain, yeah. and, and rightly so. He should be the captain. He's the talisman, but Mings is kind of like the the, the real glue in the lead, yeah, the leader yeah. in in the dressing room because everyone look, everyone looks look up to him. him. As, uh, yeah. They all look up to I him. I mean, literally as well. He's yeah. so tall. He's an absolute titan. Um, but yeah, no, um, you see people kind of looking towards him, and it's really nice to see. Yeah, especially kind of from like lone players in general kind of have this like stigma they're not they don't really care but oh, this yeah, shows no. exactly that he does like he does yeah he absolutely yeah. blew that away didn't yeah. he and, yeah unbelievable also Dan Rollinson's best friend so that's, that's good, <laughs> that's good do you think we'll make any changes on Saturday I haven't told you my predicted team no you haven't um, I mean, I'm you guessing think. you meant against I would Ever- ignore the crew game <laughs> do you think we'll make any changes from the Everton game 
No. You don't? No. Exactly the same? Yeah. Okay. Because I think that team is starting to really, really gel um, and really click. Um, Hotter did well, didn't they, coming he, in? So well. Um, I was, it's not that I didn't expect, I didn't expect it to be so good. Um, yeah, Hotter really impressed me. So I think Hotter's more one for home games. I don't know whether he'll play much away. I do think he'll. Play, I do think he'll play on Saturday. I've, yeah. gone, I've gone for one change. Oh, who? Well, ask me. El Ghazi and Patrizaga. I think just because El Ghazi oh, came on and scored, yeah. and then he did okay again in, in midweek. Yeah. I think there'll be a little element of rotation between the three of them. So I think away from home as well, El Ghazi very good at carrying the ball. I perhaps yeah. think he'll make that just that one change. But some but of the again, players. Why? Why mess with something that's. Just he came on and came on and yeah, scored. Trezeguet's yeah. been very good. I've been impressed yeah, with Trezeguet. I'm like really impressed. I didn't, I didn't really know much about him nah. before. Um, and yeah, really impressed. It might go the other way with Trezeguet becomes a good player to, to bring on for this game. Yeah. I just got a feeling El Ghazi will start. Interesting. Because again, it's, com- it's about confidence. He, get, he gets the goal against Everton. Yeah. Co- his confidence is sky high. It rockets. Yeah. A few players did well in midweek. Horahan, Lansbury. Oh, yeah. Horahan um, played really well. Concert. I've only seen. Bit, like bits of it haven't because it wasn't on the telly. No, no, I watched um, it. Connor Horaham. Two goals. Two goals. Played in the number eight position, getting forward. Played need. so well. But he isn't going to play over McGinn and Grealish. And I don't think Smith will fancy him over Louise either, unfortunately. He'd always be in my team. Everyone knows yeah. how I feel. But it must be difficult as a player. You, you do everything you can in the midweek and you put yourself in the in the window to the manager. And you're still not going to go pick. I mean, he, Dean Smith came afterward and says he's not happy about not being in the team, which is the way it should be. And yeah. he'll get plenty of football over the season, which is good to hear. So he will come He will, will come back in at some point. Yeah. I don't think it will be this away game on um, mm. on Saturday. Oh. Maybe West Ham the next game after yeah. the international break. You might see Hurahan again. True, and obviously we've 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 got that break. So I think this break will be really interesting for us yeah. as well after Palace. Yeah. Um, because there's a few players who came in quite late into pre-season. Yeah. Um, and I think we need that time to actually kind of like have a play, see what works, see what doesn't. I know a lot of them will be away on international duty. Oh, of course, will, Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Some of them who, will be around. I, was, I don't well, know. Batagi, who, who for example, could probably do some more time, but he's injured. He yeah. Injured on, um, who on who Tuesday. else will go away for international? Pretty much all of them. Except for probably Jack. Except for probably Jack. <laughs> Jack ironically. <laughs> ironically, one of the only ones that doesn't go away is our, probably our best player. <laughs> probably Means. one who will click into any team. Yeah. Um, There'll be a lot on international journey. Mm. Al Ghazi would probably have a chance of getting Do back they? in the Holland squad, I would think, now he's playing Premier League mm. football. So it'll be it's bare bones of training. So that throws your theory That's, completely out the window. It really does. Yeah. And it's a shame because yeah. obviously last season would have been a different conversation. Yeah. One player who won't be going on international duty because, let's face it, he's not getting in the France team at the moment. He's Gil, he's Gilbert. No. But very good debut from him. After sh- yeah. a bit of a shaky start. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And again, he came on in midweek and looked good playing out position at left back. Like I said, didn't really didn't see much of no, him. No, but he, he did what he scored, obviously. Yeah, yeah. A really nice goal, but he yeah. looks a player. There's a lot to be excited about. Yeah, agreed. Um, and I think well, now we've got that win, we're off the mark. And so someone said to me actually here, um, now that you're off the mark, like I think you'll be completely on fire. And I, re- I actually really agreed with that. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, Palace are coming back from beating United. I, know, but I think that Colchester game plays on the I morning a little bit. I don't bit. know. I don't think it does. A few of them. It wasn't their strongest side, but there was still still a few of them in there. I think yeah. Palace are going to be one of those teams <laughs> that are going to be better away. 
that's interesting. I think their fans are probably up there as the best fans in the league. Yeah. The, the atmosphere they generate at Southhouse Park is in, is incredible. I really I really like their big bouncy home end. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what it's called, but it's always really buzzing at Crystal Palace. Yeah. And I, I really really like Palace. I think there's more anticipation on them at home, mm. a bit more pressure to, to come and play on the front foot, and I don't think that suits them. Yeah. I think they're better on the break, as we saw yeah. last, last Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see how Palace set up. I fancy us this weekend. Originally, when we did, we did our predictions in the podcast at the start of the season, mm. I had this one down as a loss just based on the fact that I'm going with Dolan, and me and Dolan have got a terrible record together. It's a bit hard. But I actually fancy us. <laughs> I actually fancy Dolan us. Dolan looks now. like he's staying at home. <laughs> no, no, he can't. He can't. He'll make me stay at home. I, fan- I fancy us to win. I, if we do, I'm, gonna, I'm going 1 0. 1 0 to Villa. Yeah. That's the thing. I think. Palace aren't the best coming forward at the moment. No. Then not a team that's going to blow you away. Yeah, I think it'll be a really tight game. I think our defence is good. Yeah, and I also think we will score. Yeah, I mean we've scored in every game so far this we season. We have scored in every not game. much to go on in the three games in <laughs> the cup, but we have scored. Yeah, in every I think game. that's really important. It's a good habit to get into. Exactly, you always feel like you're going to score. Yeah. Like you say it could end up being a being a one nil. I think it might be a three one to Villa. You know. Yeah. Ooh. Tight game, tight game for a bit, 1-1. One, one. Villa go 2-1 yeah. up and then score another on a break. i got a feeling for 3-1. And that's what so I'm got going with. you've 1-0 and 3-1. Um, yeah, well, well, hopefully one of us will be right. <laughs> as uh, long as you get three points. At, at the very least. <laughs> I don't know who I've got for goal scorer. I think Wes, fancy Wesley now, he's off the Do mark. You? Yeah. He's off the mark, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He looked good, looked lively. Yeah, he did, actually. Um, go for, give me a goal scorer. Give me a first goal scorer for Villa. I don't know. Are you... We've done the team, so you've got 11, well, 10 people to 10 outfield players. <laughs> I'm going to go to, I'm going to Tom Heaton. No, I'm Tom Heaton. Um, do you know who I fancy? Go on then. Fancy Jack. Jack to score. Yeah. He scored in midway, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think... 1-0 Jack. 1-0 Jack. Oh, I mean, we'd definitely take that. We'd, yeah. we'd snap your hands off for that. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-1. I'm going to go... First. Who do you think will score first? I'm going to go Villa to score first with Wesley. Mm-hmm. Palace to equalise with, I don't know... Townsend and then (laughs) McGinn and Jack no (laughs) El Ghazi again okay 3-1 yeah I want a Jack goal I mean we want anyone to score we do yeah we don't we We want want anyone to score (laughs) I think that'll do us yeah. yeah. Thanks ever so much for watching this match preview. We really, really appreciate it. If you haven't checked out the podcast from the other day, that's out now to watch as well. Me and Tom Julian in the booth. So make sure you're checking that out if you haven't already. If you have enjoyed this video, then make sure you're giving it a like and subscribe to the Villa View with your post notifications on if you like what you see. Comment below as well with your predictions. Let us know your thoughts. We always like to read what you say, even if we don't always reply. Here's the three points for the Villa on Saturday of the Villa. <laughs> not, not, not going to say at the villa. Just put the oh, mug up. Well, it's the Villa View mug. It's audio as well, though. People can't see that you've done oh, that with yeah. the mug. Amateur. Sports Social Podcast Network.